Blog Talk Radio. Fuck all you hoes. Get a grip, motherfucker. Yeah. This album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. And all the niggas in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all good, baby, baby. Uh. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that. Peace, peace. Welcome back to your week ahead. Yeah. This album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the... Your week ahead, that is, with Mama Dada Astrology right here on the My Astrology Coach Radio Network. Um, definitely, I uh, if you're on the line, if you're online... You know, shout it out to your friends and repost it. Uh, the link, I don't believe, went out before the show, but apparently we have some regular listeners and we've got some people on the line. So peace to you guys. And we're going to get started with today's show. I'll just um, have to repost it um, for listening in the archives, but it looks like a lot of you guys listen to it in the archives anyway. Um, uh, looks like a hand is already up. Uh, let's uh, check in it with uh, the caller. Okay, I didn't think so. Um, so if you call in when you press one, that means you're raising your hand and you want to speak. So FYI. Um, otherwise, you can just call in and listen and don't press anything on the keypad at all. And that way you can just call and listen. Um I'm so excited about today's show. First of all, all my equipment is working. There was a small delay. That's why we're getting started um, here just about five minutes after the hour. But we're online. I can hear myself. And so apparently uh, you guys can hear me as well. Absolutely don't want to move too far into the show without honoring, revering, and and paying homage to our divine ancestors without whom we would not be here. A special, special always in every show thank you to uh, Brother Ampu who gracious, you know, offering even allows us this platform and format to uh you know, discuss things of a more spiritual and astrological nature to help us, you know, ascend and evolve and move forward uh, a, a bit a bit easier, um, just to put it pretty plainly. So I'm excited to be here through, through it all. Uh, we're having a special time and airing today. I know y'all are used to hearing me on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, and that is our slot. Um, but, you know, with the sun being in Leo, I remember doing the episode where I talked about, you know, the sun just a week before it entered Leo, and this being a time Leo, it governs children, it governs fun, 
and and romance and so many wonderful. It, it, it's referred to as the God House, the House of Creation, be it creating children, you know, uh, babies or any other creative or artistic um, endeavor. So you know, it it would be fitting. Uh, there's been um, Actually, it was my goddaughter's birthday yesterday. I'll just put it out there like that. It was my goddaughter's birthday, and I really wanted, you know, to make it special. And so it was, it was, and I'm here with you guys now. I've got horoscopes for pretty much everything. So stay stay close. Um, you know, tell your friends to log on. We're at the um, Blog Talk Radio on the Onto Astrology channel. And um, you can actually call in if you want to listen on the phone, if you have to step away from your computer, to area code 818-369-0368 to join us. You don't want to miss the sun entering Virgo, moving out of Leo, entering into Virgo horoscopes, as well as um, we've got the full moon in Pisces coming up um, horoscopes as well. And... um, one more for you guys. So today's a special treat and at a special time. So I'm glad to be here. Let's jump in. Let's see. The week off that we're covering the week today uh, for August the 23rd, starting Sunday, August the 23rd, all the way through Saturday, August the 29th. Okay, we're wrapping up the month of August and we are officially wrapping up Leo season next week, okay? So, sorry about that, guys. Of course, as soon as I say this is uh, the first first time here in a couple of episodes that everything's going smoothly, my computer starts ticking. Mercury is also entering Libra. That's the other, that's the other, um, the last bit of horoscopes I have for you guys. Mercury, the planet that rules communication, the planet that rules travel, um, messages of any kind, um, communications, thought processes, reasoning, that moves into Libra. And so that's an energy shift in our thinking, in our travel and communication style that I want to definitely give you guys some info about as it relates to your sign specifically when I go through these horoscopes, keep in mind that you um, listen out for your sun sign. Yes, the zodiac sign that you that you regurgitate if someone asks what your sign is, but also your um, ascendant or rising sign, and that's why you need to know the time of your birth so you can access your natal chart and really begin to unlock some of these keys in ways that that. You know, our society doesn't necessarily educate you on. That's why we're here, okay? So uh, we start the week out next week, Sunday, August the 23rd, with the moon in Sagittarius. Now, at that point, the moon will have already been in Sagittarius since the day before Saturday as of 3.41 p.m. Central Standard Time. So we're starting the week out with this upbeat, optimistic, energy, you know, setting the tone for the entire week. How wonderful. (laughs) Um, With so many shifts in energy coming up, like the sun ingressing into a new sign, like Mercury ingressing into a new sign, like a full moon. And y'all know, I know y'all know 
just even following along for the full moons we've uh, been broadcast. But definitely, if you've been paying attention throughout the year 2015 so far, I mean, these full moons have been a doozy, uh, just it being a time of where the light of the full moon is shining bright on whatever scenario or situation uh, we're going through. Uh, they, they've been pretty intense. So we've got a pretty intense week coming up on us. Thank God it starts out with the moon in Sagittarius with our emotions and our habits and, you know, our, um, I believe that's the subconscious, uh, definitely in in a expansive advancement kind of, of tone set for the week. We're ready to go when next week starts. So that's wonderful. Um, we're, it's, it's kind of the antithesis or the opposite of, uh, the Virgo energy that um, that we're coming into, Virgo being really detail-oriented and kind of, you know, scrutinizing, and then here we're setting this tone for this new sun in Virgo energy to come into with our our moods and our minds, uh, our, our emotions, I mean, and our moods and our habits kind of in this more expansive kind of winging it mode. So... That you may sense the conflict, um, but just keep in mind that the key word is balance. Obviously, with any opposing energies, like the way we start out our week, or like uh, a next week on the twenty third, or like any opposing energies, like the way we'll you'll see that we'll end our week there on the twenty ninth with the full moon. Any full moon is an inherent opposition that is calling for here at the beginning and the end of next week, calling for balance. Okay, wherever there is extreme, we're being asked to balance. And we've got so many wonderful gifts along the way to help us with that, uh, especially with Mercury entering into Libra. Libra, this coming up week, the sign of the scales, the sign of my eye, the sign of balance. Okay? So uh, Sunday, Moons and Sag, we're going to feel very adventurous. We're going to be feeling adventurous and wanting new experiences and wanting to be spontaneous. Uh, We're also going to want uh, to be expansive by way of higher education, by way of traveling. Uh, We can start publishing projects during this time and enjoy sports and physical activity. We're going to be excitable. Um, and and high, the energy is going to be high, so we uh, channel that via the higher education kind of mental pursuits with the sun um, entering Virgo that very same day, bringing such a mercurial kind of thinking energy. You, it could be something that manifests itself more as a mental desire and stimulation or emotional or spiritual even, especially when you talk about the moon being in Sag and Sag being ruled by the planet Jupiter. So just think in those terms as you think about the beginning of setting the tone for next week, okay? Because as you do that, we're going to move right on. That's happening um, on... Uh, it, like I said, it will have already been in Sag since that Saturday at 3.41 p.m. Uh, Sunday at 5.37 a.m., first thing in the morning, is when we get this sun ingression into Virgo, okay? Now, 
Virgo energy is bringing the quality control inspector out in us all. Quality control. Think about that. Think about the quality control inspector in a factory, let's just say. And they are looking for any variance in the perfection and quality standards for that particular product. Any variation, any ridge, any hump, any lump, any bump, any inconsistency. So that's Virgo. That's that's the mental that Mercury is bringing, that focus, mental energy. But Virgo is an earth sign. Uh, Mercury also rules Gemini. Gemini is an air sign. So it's giving uh, more airy expression to the mercurial energy. Virgo, also ruled by Mercury, is giving a more earthy and grounded expression to the mercurial energy. It's still mercurial. It still inherently has that mercurial tone to it. It it is mercury, but it's a very grounded version of mercury, okay? So it's it's, it's got enough elements in it inherently that it's it really runs the gamut. You'll you'll see in your own experience as the sun transits Virgo, and you can easily see in your own natal chart, even now at any time, how that has manifested through you and, and in your life and expression um, uh, since you were born. So, uh, and and that being said, please please make sure you make note of of how to contact me, Adrian A D R I E N N E at myastrologycoach.com, or you can contact me through the Mama Dada Astrology page and the Mama Dada Astro Twitter page, okay? Um, I can definitely help you identify where Virgo is in your natal chart, what that means for you, and definitely how to best proceed for you specifically and personally during this uh, uh, sun in Virgo season here over the next few weeks. We can can do a, a transit report for that period, and you'll know exactly what to expect from day to day and week to week throughout this transit season, okay? I will be more than happy to speak with you. Um, we're wrapping up with with this transition from the sun being in Leo to the sun entering Virgo. We're wrapping up the fun, the drama, and even some of the extemporaneous romance that the sun being in Leo highlighted. And our focus now as we express ourselves uh, will definitely be more work service, and detail-oriented. It seems almost by design that the children are gearing up for back to school, just as the energy shifts from playtime in Leo, time in Virgo. These are the very energies that these, uh, these signs or constellations represent. So, you know, it's no small wonder. Even though it's not all fun and games right now, while we're shifting into this more, uh, I, I, I hesitate to say serious because that's that's something that uh, lends itself more to Saturnian or Capricorn energy. But definitely just more, if you're that focused and that detail-oriented and that nitpicky, 
you may come across as more serious, but just definitely more focused. Um, but the satisfaction that's going to come, even though it is a more focused time, the satisfaction that's going to come from a job well done will definitely give us plenty to celebrate with and share with others by the time the sun moves into relationship and business-oriented Libra, okay? So everything has a time. There's a time and place for everything, and the seasons always change. So the it's the seasons are changing again, and it's time to shift. Uh, during this time, our fulfillment will come more by way of getting things done in the most tangible ways for the next few weeks, okay? In whatever house of your natal chart that the sun is transiting while in Virgo, you're going to find that you'll be more meticulous and cautious, combing everything over with a fine-tooth comb, okay? Uh, what have you been learning in Leo season that is now calling you to be more careful or cautious? Think about that. Think about these lessons over the past month that, that you've been learning and now what you can more tangibly do about it and in such a focused and meticulous way that you're you something's you're going to ground out something here over the next few weeks. So um, let me keep going because it'll it'll all tie in. Okay, now being an Earth sign, Virgo is also asking us to give expression to our more sensuous selves. Any Earth sign is like Taurus, okay, and Capricorn. It's going to be something that you can touch. It's going to be something you can taste and feel and see and hear, okay? And it's going to be very pleasing, um, hopefully. <laughs> and so grounding in whatever ways this transit of the sun um, is calling for, we're going to be so scrutinizing the food, drink, and physical surroundings that we choose to enjoy and share. Okay, um, and those things will likely be of finer taste than quality. Spending time in nature will also be more appealing during this time. We're going to be drawn to these earthy grounding activities and things and people, <laughs> okay? Um, weather patterns are going to be shifting and changing also, giving us a sense of what this sun changing signs means at this time. Uh, at the end of this sun season of Virgo is the actual fall equinox, okay? So not the, the seasons aren't changing just, you know, figuratively and philosophically. They're literally changing, and the fall equinox uh, is definitely going to symbolize that. The seasons will have officially changed, and as of today, we only have 34 more days to go to get there, just a little over a month before the fall equinox. Additionally, we're going to be paying more attention to our health at this time as well, okay? Virgo rules work, health and service, and so many other things, but those are going to be the main keywords you're going to always hear when you um 
hear about Virgo and what that is, what that energy is. Um, utilize utilize the, that mental energy that Virgo accesses with Mercury being its planetary ruler and clean house physically. Uh, seasons changing always symbolize a great time to flush our systems. Uh, any detox you may be wanting to do. Also, literally, that nervous energy of Virgo can be grounded to produce just the results you would like around your home, office, car, or anywhere else you can spruce up and have something beautiful to show for afterwards or at least clean. <laughs> and that's pretty beautiful. Don't, however, take it out on your wardrobe, word to the wise. With Venus still being retrograde for now, keep your style simple, clean, earth tones, and comfortable to wear. Stick to your usual style routine for now. That's just a little caveat as I, you know, really begin to pick up on a, a lot of the more manifested physical material uh into uh, expressions of these energies, I just passed it along. So uh, with Venus still being retrograde, you know, yeah, have I seen like, you know, hair color or different things put on their hair during a Venus retrograde and do they probably regret it? I, I mean, they come across as liking it, so I would venture to say no. But the with the potential being there, I just wouldn't try it. I wouldn't do it as it relates to maybe even later on down the line um, having regrets or, you know, not really liking it as much as you thought you would. So, uh, yes, that still stands that while being, and it's only retrograde, still here for a little while longer, although it'll still be in its shadow phase for um, a time after that. But, um, yeah, with with the energy uh, turning more Virgo right now, at least with the sun, uh, just stick to your, don't break the mold right now. Just hold off if you can. Um, Also, lastly, I'll say um, about the sun entering Virgo is that beware of becoming the world's nitpickiest, most judgmental, critical, annoying, overly analytical nuisance during this time, okay? The energy is going to be just perfect for it and ripe. Um, but as advised before on the, on this Your Week Ahead with Mama Dada Astrology, our advisement is, has been, and always will be that when you find yourself venturing into the realm of being out of balance in such ways that you're being overly critical and analytical, pissing people off, you can always bring yourself back in alignment by simply putting that expectation or pressure for perfection on yourself. In that moment, you will either find that you really don't mean to be that nitpicky at all because you see how bad it feels when you reflect on yourself in those ways putting yourself in the shoes of the person you're criticizing and judging, or you will find that you can get way more done by placing those self-same expectations on yourself and letting others off your mouth up and ground the energy down and out. Get to work. Virgo also rules service. So if you have enough time to nitpick others, 
go be in service to some some people or someone that could really use your undivided attention and time and wisdom and advice. And you can put all that good old Virgo energy, you can ground it out and put it to some great use. You can go on, make yourself useful, and analyze that, okay? Uh, summer's wrapping up. Yeah. So that's what I have for you um, by way of just some general info on the sun entering Virgo and treat of all treats. I have horoscopes for the sun entering Virgo for you. Um, I'm going to go in order from Aries to Pisces and listen out for your sun sign, but also listen out for your rising sign. Your sun sign is more something that's when you read your horoscopes and you read your sun sign, you're reading more for what may be taking place kind of internally with you. You're reading what things that more you're going to recognize. When you read for your rising or ascendant sign, you're reading for more things that have a tendency to take on physical expression in your waking experience that other people could potentially see or recognize, okay? That's the difference. So listen out for Let's go. All right. Sun moving into Virgo, joining Mercury, even though Mercury is on its way out into Libra next week as well. But for a short period of time, the sun and Mercury will be in Virgo. And on August the 23rd, next Sunday, Aries, you feel, and Aries rising, you feel most like yourself when being productive getting work done, busy with lots to do. You can see the details in everything, and you have a more practical outlook. You want to streamline everything, and you can clear out the clutter. You may come across as more focused, detailed, or hard working. All right? Taurus, next Sunday, the 23rd. As the sun moves into Virgo, you feel most like yourself when you're doing the things you love and having fun. The more you're enjoying yourself, the more comfortable in your own skin you feel. Let loose and get in touch with your inner child. You may want more of the spotlight in love, craving affection and romantic attention and want it to be lighthearted, you may come across as friendlier, warmer, or prouder. All right, Gemini, next Sunday, August 23rd, the sun enters Virgo, and you feel most like yourself when you're in comfortable surroundings with people you know very well. You don't want to be pushed outside of your comfort zone too much and would rather stick with what you know or stick to what you know. You can focus on your home or family and want to feel you have a good support system in place. You can be better in touch with your feelings and you want to let them out. You may come across as more nurturing, supportive, or emotional. All right? For cancer. Cancer, the sun is going to move into Virgo on next Sunday. 
23rd, and you feel most like yourself when you're engaging your mind and being sociable. You want to be around others for the mental stimulation, and you want to keep busy. You can take on lots of smaller tasks and projects to keep yourself engaged. It can be a good time to express yourself and have an important communication with someone. You may come across as more logical, friendlier, or funnier. Leo's, Leo's, my Leo's. It's been it's been really real this Leo season, so and really fun and wonderful and warm. All the things that uh, Leo is. It's just been a beautiful time. It's not over yet, um, and I, we're at, we're definitely going out with a bang. There's a wonderful blissed event this weekend, caveat, <laughs> there's a wonderful, blissful uh, event this weekend, the RBG Family Weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and and Africans throughout the entire diaspora are converging from all across the country on the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex for just a wonderful time of family, food, fellowship, reunion, revolution, just love and powerful uh, time had amongst all for four years running now, so I'm just so excited to be ending the Leo season on such a beautiful, warm note, okay? So, Leo, with that being said, you could definitely feel most like yourself when you're relaxing, okay, indulging and not pushing yourself too much. You want to take it easy, enjoy the moment, and indulge your senses. You can feel more connected to your physical body and to the earth. You may come across as more sensual, practical, or stable. That sounds like it will bode really well for my Leo and Leo Risings, okay? Enjoy that. (laughs) Go out with that bang. Um, Virgo. The sun is entering your sign on next Sunday, the 23rd, and you can step out of the shadows, out of the background, and into the spotlight. Whenever it's your birthday season, that means you've just come out of a period of the sun being in your 12th house, a really private house, a really quiet, reflective house, a really imaginative and spiritual house. And so a really restful, um, relaxing, just like uh, a a restful, relaxing house uh, that you're being more reflective in. So um, when the sun enters your sign and it's in your first house, it moves from your 12th to your first, then that's when you're going to get advisement like this, which is, it's okay now. You can step out of the shadows. You can step out of the background, and you can step into the spotlight, okay, Virgo? You can be comfortable getting attention and want people to see you. You're, you're at your most, the sun is shining in your sign. You're at your most visible that you're going to be all year, okay? You can take chances on what you want to do. Start something new that you'll work on for the next year of your life and feel more excited about the possibilities. You may come across as friendlier, more energetic, and enthusiastic, okay? 
It's your time to shine, Virgo. Enjoy. Libra. Libra, on next Sunday, August 23rd, the sun moves into Virgo, and you feel most like yourself when you're alone, not being bothered by anyone, and free from demand. You can find other people to be more draining in every way, and you need more time to yourself to recover from your time with others or doing anything really taxing. You can do better in the background without anyone paying attention to you, and you can work on eliminating some things from your life. You may come across as more compassionate, sensitive, or understanding. So as you can tell, Libra, the sun is in your 12th house now, the very house I just explained where you are kind of after Virgo is Libra, okay? So your time to shine is coming. But right now, you really, with it being in Virgo, sun being in Virgo, you want to focus on you. You know, you, you need that alone time. You need that reflection time. You need that time being free from demand. You've got a powerful, powerful time with the sun when the sun's going to be in Libra, setting the tone for your entire year. So go on and take that time to to recover um, from doing anything taxing, um, pay attention to eliminating things and people if necessary, uh, but without the spotlight being on you because your time to shine in the spotlight is okay. All right, we're wrapping it up. Scorpio, uh, you're going to feel during this time of sun in Virgo most like yourself when you're being true to who you are, okay, standing out from the crowd around like-minded people and embracing your quirkiness. All right, Scorpio and Scorpio Rising, you can enjoy time spent with friends or the groups you belong to and be more comfortable in groups. You may come across as more idealistic, independent, or original. All right? Be going through your 11th house. Sagittarius. The sun in Virgo, you're going to feel most like yourself when you're pursuing your goals, being ambitious, and achieving success. Your 10th house is lit up. You can work hard and try to be smart with the decisions that you make. You can focus more on the direction your life is taking and want to make sure you're on the right path. You may come across as more practical, stable, and responsible. All right, enjoy that. Enjoy that with the with the sun already coming into Virgo sign. It's gonna kind of focus you and make sure you're you're hitting details, which Sagittarius can miss being such an expansive and you know uh, looking at the bigger picture more so than the details sign. Uh, the sun being in Virgo should be that. Wonderful balance, and then for it to be going through your tenth house, that's that's going to bring that more stability and 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 success potential for success in career and public responsibility. Okay, so really, really enjoy this powerful, precious time of of some paradoxical energies that really could set you up to just operate more fluidly and in a more grounded way where you're getting. Uh, that getting more tangible results. Okay, Sag, uh, 
I just wanted to throw that in there. Capricorn, the sun in Virgo as of Sunday, August 23rd, you're going to feel most like yourself when you're having new experiences, meeting new, exploring the world, and expanding your life in new ways, okay? So even if it's not a physical new person that you meet, maybe it's the physical new person you're becoming and the spiritual or whatever person you're becoming because having new experiences, um, you know, exploring your world, your inner world, maybe exploring um, uh, just higher thoughts or um, expanding your life in whatever ways, you're going to be more happy-go-lucky during this time. It's transiting your ninth house, your Sagittarius house. It's ruled by Jupiter. So you're definitely going to be more happy-go-lucky for uh, up for a good time, definitely, and want to enjoy life to the fullest during this time. You're going to your the sagginess <laughs> um, is going to come out. And for those Capricorns who are born near the cusp, uh, December 22nd, 23rd, kind of the cuspers, you already have this. You already know what I'm talking about because you you can't you incarnated with that sag energy on you. <laughs> Lucky you. And so during this time, you're really all of the Capricorns should should feel more expressive in these ways. You could become uh, more adventurous and bolder. You may come across as more friendly, engaging, or positive. Okay, people could see you very um, positive during this time. And next to last, Aquarius, during Virgo season here coming up on the 23rd on Sunday and for about a month, you can become more serious and intense. You take life seriously during this time, and you want others to as well, Okay. This is this is going to cast a shadow over your personality and your your will, the way you come across. So it can be strong, pretty strong, Aquarius. Is okay. So just be aware. You can crave more intimacy in your life during this time, and you want to feel as close as possible to your loved ones. But you should make sure that you don't stifle them or hamper them or suffocate them, okay, or um, just in attempts to your will onto them. You can also do something that benefits you and another at this time. You may come across as more investigating, magnetic, or mysterious, okay? It's going through your eighth house of deep sharing and intensity and intimacy, so just, I mean, just be aware of that. And and in those ways, you can enjoy the intimacy more and enjoy the deep sharing more as opposed to going overboard, becoming out of balance, and as a result, you're, you and others not enjoying the added intensity and depth that you have access to during this time, Okay. All right, Pisces, we're wrapping it up with you um, for the period of time where the sun is in Virgo, which is exactly um, opposite Pisces. Uh, You're going to feel most like yourself when with your 
when you're with someone, you're close to one-on-one, okay? With it being in an energy that's directly opposite yours, the sun is going to be directly opposite of where your sun is. You're going to be experiencing a transit called sun, opposition sun, at some point this month, okay? And so that detail-oriented, nitpicky energy is going to be in opposition to you potentially, okay? So you're going to feel most like yourself when you're with someone you're close to one-on-one. You're going to enjoy having a partner by your side more, dear Pisces, and Pisces rising, and you feel more comfortable that way during this time. You probably don't want to be alone, but you want to bring balance into your life and can work on having more peace and harmony as well to keep you sane. You may come across as more charming, graceful, or fair. Okay, so enjoy that, Pisces. Now, I'm introducing a new element this week that I haven't discussed on the show before. Not in depth, for sure, uh, which is the void of course moon. Now, I told y'all that the week started off in, with the moon in Sagittarius. And, um, okay, and so uh, that's as of Sunday with the week starting off in Sagittarius. Well, Monday, after the sun ingresses into Virgo, the moon goes void of course. The moon, having been in Sagittarius at 5.04 p.m. Central Standard Time on Monday, goes void, of course, until, and I'm going to tell you all what that means, until Monday, 5.04 p.m. until Monday, 11.22 p.m. So about six hours there, a little over six hours, the moon is in void, of course. What does that mean? When the moon is in void, of course, it has been advised by astrologers that it's just not a good time to start something new. And that if you've been waiting for an answer for something that pro, it's pretty much not going to be forthcoming during a void, of course. The a sign, the answer, inspiration, probably ain't going to come during that time. So it's just really good information to know, which is why I'm introducing it into our weekly shows, because it would be nice to know that there's a six-hour block on Monday from about the time, you know, a layperson would get off work until about the time they finally go to sleep, that they should not, absolutely not, it wouldn't be advised to begin a new project to launch a new business, to start a new job, to make important large purchases, uh, simply because items bought now during a void of course moon may not end up getting used. They may not turn, the purchase may not turn out as expected. I'm trying to liken it to um, another kind of astrological event, but it's escaping my mind right now. But it's just not a good time. Oh, yeah, when uh, the moon is waning. When the moon is waning isn't time you want to initiate something new unless you want it to have a waning energy on it, as in you want this thing to be decreasing in your life or letting go of it. 
So a void of course moon is is similar, but obviously not the same as that. It's just not a good time, okay? Uh, it's not a good time for job interviews or presentations of any new ideas. I wouldn't launch anything during a void, of course, moon or a void moon. And then meeting new people with whom you might want a long-term relationship is something you don't want to do. Now, you say, well, what? I know what I shouldn't be doing during a void, of course, moon, mama, dada, but what? What What is it good to do during a void, of course, moon? Just like with the waning moon. It's not that you can't do anything during a waning moon. It's just that it's a better time to do certain things than other things. A void moon is good for getting rid of excess, okay? Uh, Monday Next Monday, after you get off work, before you go to bed, it it, it may be a good time to put some stuff out on the curb. Hopefully that's your trash day anyway or your trash night if Tuesday's your trash day. Get rid of excess, okay? Um, rest and sleep tends to be more peaceful during a void, of course, moon. So that may be a good night to just plan on going to bed early, plan on shutting things down. Maybe maybe Sunday with the moon still in Sag and the sun, you know, ingressing into Virgo. You can pre-plan out some meals for the week or get some other stuff done earlier in the week that you would save for later. So then there you go on Monday night, you have a divine opportunity to get some extra rest or do something that you want to do that's just a bit more peaceful, like read, read, finish reading that book you keep looking at and walking by. Um, d- during a void moon, it's good for social events with established friends and family as opposed to meeting new people, putting yourself in a position where you can meet somebody new. Monday night, instead of going out, invite an established you know, friend or, or somebody in your family over. Um, it's a good time for editing, refining, and reviewing. Uh, anything of that nature is just fine to do. You writers out there, take take note. Take note that void moon and a void moon happens every um, every few days. Now, it some void moons are you know for like six hours like this, and some void moons are for a few minutes, less than an hour. So uh, I'm introducing that element into the show because it's just if when you get into predictive astrology and electional astrology, um, and and myself when I'm advising clients and they've got certain um, things coming up, these are things that I keep in mind that the layperson is not going to know anything about and probably won't give it any significance. Well, the fact of the matter is it has significance, just like all the other information that I'm sharing with you, okay? Um, To wrap it up, um, Void, of course, Moon, it's good for taking stock, making to-do lists, and finding lost objects. Okay, lost anything lately? Void Moon is good for finding it. And uh, lastly, finishing up projects that have already begun before the void, of course, moon. Like I say, don't start anything during a void moon, but you could, it's always it's, any void moon is a good time to finish something or to continue working on something, okay, that you'd already started. So there you have it. Monday, you got your Monday night covered. You got Sunday covered. 
with the sun starting the weekend uh, with the moon in Sag, with the sun ingressing into Virgo. You got Monday night covered. Okay, and then it's going to be quiet for a little while, okay? Tuesday, not a lot going on. That's why I say you could really set your week up when you know how to prepare. And so you can set your week up to really just take that load off and enjoy if you work, work hard, and, and fun. You know, Sagittarius starting the week off with that fun energy. Virgo is bringing that work-oriented, detail service energy. And 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 you can you can play around with that for the, these couple of days that there's not much going on astrologically or energetically as it relates to the major planetary bodies. Tuesday is going to be pretty quiet, but then you got on Wednesday evening about that same time when everybody's getting getting on the road, going home. You've got an exact conjunction of the sun and Jupiter, okay? Now, let me back up before we get there because what I will say uh, with that void, of course, moon, um, that that night at 11.22 p.m. on Monday, the moon goes from Sag and being void, of course, in Sag to being in Capricorn. Now, so that, that'll actually be what said is the moon ingressing into Capricorn. Um, so for Tuesday, you're definitely going to be very aware of the need for any structure in your life and planning. Um, if you've gotten that good night's rest um, on Monday because you chose to go to, you know, rest and relax and go in, go to bed early, that Tuesday you can really feeling that need uh, and that Saturnian energy that the moon being in Capricorn brings you're going to extinctly be aware of the limitations of time. You're going to feel like, you know, okay, I I got plenty of rest. Now it's time to get up and make it happen. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be motivated by a desire for success. Um, Achievement and manifestation are going to be um, most important to us during those next couple of days while the moon's in Capricorn. Uh, We're going to be resourceful and don't want to waste time, energy, or resources. You know, it's really just not going to be, it's, it can be fun and light, but not really. <laughs> that kind of wraps up with Sag going void, of course, um, because with the sun being in Virgo and the moon um, ingressing in the Tuesday, it, it may not feel so fun. Now, there's also a sun-Jupiter um, conjunction coming up on that Wednesday, but for for the most part, with Tuesday, it's going to be a sobering influence, possibly a depressing one. Okay, however, it can be a productive one when we when we're willing to look reality in the eye, when we're willing to be responsible and serious and hardworking, which the Moon and Capricorn, you know, uh, favors or fosters. Then we can we can really get some stuff done. So you can look forward to that on Tuesday. Um, Moon being Capricorn also favors like long-term activities that yield slow but steady results. So initiating something during that time should yield that. Uh, Practical undertakings, just things that need to practically get done. Tuesday's going to be a great day to do it. Things relating to career issues, 
making a business plan and practical investments. It'll be a good time for that as well, okay? So then that takes us into all day Wednesday and around uh, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Sun conjuncting Jupiter at this time on Wednesday the 26th. Anything begun now. I mean, timing is everything with astrology. That's what electional astrology is. It's picking the perfect time to do something, to initiate something, to have an a, the cat, the, the a particular energy cast on an activity or an event. You know, people who pick these days based on numbers. Oh, I got married on eleven eleven of eleven. You know, that's never going to happen again. <laughs> um, well, it'll be a hundred years before it happens again. But um, you know, people who pick days for t- for time purposes and and having that numerological energy cast on a certain thing, it's the same. The same is true for astrology. And so Wednesday, the twenty sixth, with Sun conjunct Jupiter, you've got one of the most, if not the most, one of the most favorable, um, you know, benevolent alignments going on in the midst of another major benevolent alignment that's been going on here for a couple of months now, which is a a few months now, which is Venus conjuncting Jupiter. So with the sun conjuncting Jupiter, uh, anything begun now has a positive, that's what Jupiter is bringing, an expansive, Jupiter is bringing the expansion. It's going to have an overtone to it of positivity and expansion, and it has a high likelihood of success, okay? Um, Any new studies, new relationships, new investments, long-distance travel, new projects, they are going to, uh, you know, flourish at this time. So, like I say, if you're going to pick a day to do something new, Study something new. Relate with someone new. Invest in something new. Travel somewhere new. This is the time. Any opportunities to grow and develop spiritually, personally, or professionally has a shadow of good luck cast on it this day. Okay? That's next Wednesday, the 26th. The exact time is 5.02 p.m. Central Standard Time. Since you will be feeling especially generous this day as sun, which brings that Leo fifth house energy brings, plan to spend it with those you love. That'll be a good, that's five in the evening. You know, plan to to spend it with those you love who deserve such an outpouring of your generosity, okay? Only caution, watch for excessiveness and overindulgence. This is not the last transit of its kind, so don't overdo it, okay? Everything's a cycle. Everything comes back around again. As much as that, it's you're going to feel like maxing out anytime Jupiter is around. You're going to feel expansive and free-flowing and indulgent. Um, the, the caution is just to watch for the excessiveness and Overindulgence, okay? Indulge, just don't overindulge. 
All right, let's see. You're definitely it's gonna it's 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 gonna feel celebratory that day. I'll give you that heads up. So it's it's just gonna be a really good, expressive, expansive, beautiful energy in uh, in the sign of Virgo. You know, so it has mercurial overtones to it. So um, I would just say, you know, celebrate. Uh, plenty of energy. Yes. Okay, definitely. Plenty of energy is available for health, service to others, and organizations. So <laughs> that makes me think of like a packing party or something like that. It would be a great day to have a packing party if you if you are so inclined or need to. Uh, but yeah, it's it's got fun on it, but since it's in Virgo, it's got the health on it and the service to others in the organization. So just be really creative. Have fun when you got the sun involved and that's creativity. You know, no astrologer or anyone else should be telling you how to have your fun, okay? Get creative. Mixing fun and health and service to others in organization, there is the whole smorgasbord. Um, like I said, the packing party came to mind for me. Um, even when you incorporate the health into it, you know, having a juicing party or something that people normally consider, you know, as it relates to health, like boring or, you know, bland. And you, can, if you have that type of business or something going on, it will be a, a beautiful day to shine that sun spotlight and that expansiveness of Jupiter in the area of health in such a, you know, fun and, and celebratory way, okay? That's just some general stuff I'm throwing out. Obviously, you can contact me, Adrian A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, at myastrologycoach.com. Oh, by the way, I found an email that somehow slipped through the cracks, and um, I wish I had it pulled up because I would just at least reference the brother's first name. But I will be contacting you today, brother. I just saw that, and I just slipped through the cracks of the email cracks, which happens. So charge it, please, to the technology and not not my heart. I would never um, not respond. I'm at least going to (laughs) respond and let you know that I received it. So I think with this Virgo detail-oriented scrutinizing energy coming along, it's just perfect for catching things like that. There will be, a, over the next course of the next month, there will be a lot less of things slipping through the cracks. We're going to be finding, we're going to be finding and filling in the cracks of our health, finding and filling in the cracks of our service to others, that's going to be the kicker. That's going to be one of the kickers is realizing that if we spent half time, we spend complaining about what we don't have, uh, you know, getting into it with people we don't even need to be associated with in the first place. We're going to find that we have a lot more time, a lot more resources, and a lot more energy to devote to filling in the cracks of our health, our service to others, and our own organization, okay? You can contact me at Adrian at myastrologycoach.com. You can contact me through Mama Dada Astrology on Facebook and Mama Dada Astro on Twitter, okay? Let's keep it rolling because we're, we're making good time and I'm getting through the information just effortlessly. So 
I, I, I have a feeling I'm going to really enjoy. I, I have a sad son, so uh, that that I was talking about to the other sad sons and the Sagittarius rising uh, is definitely part of my picture for the next few weeks of the sun being in Virgo where I really get to enjoy bridging the gap and the juxtaposition of Sagittarius and living my existing out in this expansive kind of advancing um, way in a season of such detail-oriented, scrutinizing meticulousness. So I personally am looking forward to it, and I can sense it. I, I, I also have Gemini rising, which means my entire chart is ruled by Mercury. So I also have a natural affinity to this mercurial energy that Virgo is, uh, the sun in Virgo is bringing. Um, so it's, you know, it, it all is feeling real good right about now, and I hope to keep that up. Uh, I can talk to you specifically. Obviously, everybody's chart is different. I can. I'm, I'm uh, definitely willing to talk to you about how this season is going to impact you. How even this alignment, um, how you can best maximize and utilize this Sun Jupiter conjunction alignment. Okay. Uh, general well-being, feeling happiness, optimism, expansion. Yeah, every week covered everything, so I'll move on. That was uh, the Sun-Jupiter conjunction Wednesday evening, 5.02 p.m. Central Time, and we roll right into uh, another void, of course, moon, okay? Sun, uh, the moon is going to roll out of Capricorn, and it's going to go void, of course, on Thursday, early, early in the morning on Thursday at 2.20. And then, like I said, these void, of course, periods vary in their length of time. What happens is there is a aspect of the moon, the very last aspect that the moon makes before or it changes sign, causes the moon to be considered void, of course, during that period, okay? Here coming up on Thursday at 2.20 a.m., the moon trines Mercury. That sets it in void, of course, until about 40 minutes later. About 45 minutes later, the moon is officially in Aquarius at 3.03 a.m. Central Standard Time on Thursday, okay? So when you wake up Thursday, the moon will no longer be in Capricorn. It will be in Aquarius. Get whatever done. Uh, Definitely with the Sun-Jupiter conjunction there uh, at 5.02 that evening, you know, whatever those new things you're going to do or initiate or at least intend, um, I would do it verbally or written, probably both. Uh, but do it that um, do it that night, Wednesday night, okay? Because Thursday when you wake up, the moon's going to be in Aquarius, and I'll tell you, what that means. So the void, of course, going on Thursday early in the morning between 2.20 a.m. and 3.03 a.m., you likely, unless you're just a night owl like that, you'll likely miss it, okay? But if you happen to be up during that time for those 45 minutes, keep in mind the advisements 
that I mentioned earlier in the show about what to do and what not to do while the moon is void, of course, okay? Over a six-hour period, like earlier in the week, it may be a bit more, um, you know, focused that you have to be to um, adhere to those advisements versus 45 minutes when you're probably asleep anyway. Now, when you wake up Thursday, the 27th, the moon will already be in Aquarius, and you're going to feel an attraction to all that is new and unusual, such a, a, a switch up from um, from the moon being in Capricorn and you being so a bit more serious-minded and responsible. Uh, you're going to feel an instinctive need for improvement. There is Aquarius is co-ruled um, by Saturn. It's ruled by Uranus and co-ruled by Saturn. So it does have a common energy. It is the very sign of being different and unique and unusual and new, okay? Um, but it but it also recognizes instinctively a need for improvement, okay? Um, uh, it's an air sign, uh, so our reactions emotionally uh, may be more intellectual, which sounds pretty opposite to have an intellectual emotional reaction, but that's exactly what the moon being in in Aquarius kind of symbolizes. Our interactions are more impersonal than personal, okay, under this influence. And so this is a time that promotes social gathering, dealings with group ideals and goals for the future, brainstorming, new ideas and progressive changes. And we're open to new methods of doing things, and we have our eye on the future. Aquarius is the sign of the future. It's the age of Aquarius, supposedly. So it can be hard to stick to schedules now as personal freedom is most important, as that's another Aquarius keyword, personal freedom, okay? Um, so in general, as of Thursday, uh, while the moon's in Aquarius, it's going to favor activities that revolve around unusual or radical undertakings, social pursuits of any kind, group projects, trying something new, and joining a group. So you hear that group word a lot when it um, deals with Aquarius. So uh, keep that in mind. Now, later on in the morning... On Thursday, the 27th, Mercury enters Libra, okay? That same Mercury that the sun just joined in Virgo now moves from Virgo into Libra as of 10.44 a.m. Central Standard Time on Thursday, the 27th. Now, while the sun representing our will, spirit, and confidence is in detail-oriented Virgo, Mercury, our mind, intellect, communication style, and facts that we gather into Libra, which calls for peace, harmony, and balance. We find ourselves during this time more thoughtful, modest, tactful, affectionate, peaceful, refined, adaptable, 
possibly indecisive since we can see both sides of a situation so well at this time, okay? So just be mindful of that. Um, kind of a sweet talker, possibly. Definitely the sweet talker um, is a possible manifestation of this Mercury and Libra energy. Um politician, you know, kind of slick lips, smooth lips, that kind of communication style. But that, that slickness, smoothness, it's not like a, uh, yeah, it could be tricky, <laughs> uh, a tricky smoothness to it. But um, it could also manifest, like I said, as indecisiveness. So it's just this back and forth kind of the, the, the balancing scales, the um, – the uh, vacillation, so just that's another manifestation, a way to recognize this energy. Mercury is going to be in Libra for a little while, maybe a few weeks, and so um, you'll you'll have plenty of time to kind of watch it and observe it in action. Uh, definitely, it's it's an energy. It's Mercury is about communication, and in being being in such a peace loving, harmonious kind of balanced sign, you definitely find that your communications become more responsive to others, uh, what they want and need, a more fair. You'll find yourself being a better listener, possibly. Um, responding and making space for others' ideas and opinions. Okay, uh, so it makes things a little easier communication-wise, but it also potentially opens this way for uh, kind of slick communication, as in the politician, you know, the sweet talker. So just be aware of that. It's a it's a really adaptable energy. So I just don't see this, um, you know, playing out so bad, except depending on your specific chart. Like I said last week and, and all times before, I mean, you got to see with the horoscopes of last week how a horoscope could be, you know, read or interpreted uh, for your sign. And if it can happen for a particular one sign out of all 12 signs, think of how many specific individual people that a chart could be cast for, interpreted for, um, for a particular transit or an ingression like this, Mercury entering Libra and casting kind of that shadow over the next few weeks that Mercury is in Libra, that could be completely opposite of what you would think that energy could bring. You know, um, if Mercury enters Libra in your first house, you know, that Libra whole sharing and diplomatic and harmonious thing. Well, hey, if it's happening in your first house of self and selfishness and your identity and, and just you, um, then that's a whole that's a whole uncomplimentary I'll say this, it's completely opposite of the very energy that it's supposedly bringing. So let's get into the horoscopes for Mercury entering Libra and and You'll probably see it, you know, in one of these signs, I'm sure, how it's like, oh, how's that going to work? Here we go. Aries, um, with Mercury entering Libra on the 27th, you can do your best thinking, Mercury ruled, when you have a partner. 
Okay? So this is just perfect for Aries, which is completely hilarious because Aries rules the first house and, you know, the self. But all this is happening. Mercury is entering the relationship sign in your, it looks like, in your relationship house. So that's wonderful, Aries. It seems like a really beautiful time, just like I was speaking on with um, the sun entering Virgo for Sagittarius. Mercury entering Libra for Aries is really going to be a divine opportunity for y'all to explore some territory that isn't necessarily come natural to you, depending on your specific and personal chart. Going to give you that divine opportunity to explore some uncharted territory or just territory you haven't yet mastered, okay? Um, But this time, Aries is going to bring... Uh, your best thinking when you have a partner or someone to bounce your ideas off of and to point out what you're missing, okay? You're also concerned with fairness and equality and want to treat other people better. Good for you. You can be more compromising and try to keep the peace. You tend not to be up for arguments, which is very unaries. <laughs> so like I said, during this time, enjoy exploring some territory you're not often in. Okay, Aries? Taurus. <clears throat> Taurus next week on the 27th. Let me see what day that is. That's a week from the day. So that's Thursday. <clears throat> Can do. Uh, you're actually you can turn your focus towards your work, okay, Taurus. The details, the mundane, all of the things that you avoided before and couldn't concentrate on. You can have an eye for the details. Try to get organized and streamline the mental clutter. You may have good focus for what must be done, and can get a lot of smaller projects and tasks done, and break down bigger ones into smaller ones. So, Taurus, Mercury going into Libra is going to affect your sixth house or your Virgo house. So this whole sun entering Virgo energy, it's going to kind of be even amplified by Mercury moving into Libra for you as it relates to your thinking and your communication and your reasoning and your fact-gathering, okay? During this time, you're going to be... ultra Virgo in your expression, in your communication. So once again, like my advisement for uh, the sun entering Virgo in general for everybody, I would just mention it again to you more specifically, It, which is uh, just watch for getting out of balance. It doesn't sound like that's more than likely how it's going to play out because Mercury is in uh Libra, the sign of balance during this time, uh, but still uh, just keep an eye out for it because it's good to be detail-oriented and picky and really organized and streamlined when it's you dealing with yourself. But once again, when you try to project that on other people and expect that out of them, you might find yourself more frustrated, them more frustrated, annoyed, and just aggravated by you projecting that onto them, okay? So just focus. It's it's entering Libra, that's relationships and all that, um, but try to focus that inward more so than projecting on somebody else. That way, within the context of relationships, you can enjoy more peace, harmony, and balance 
because you've done the work you need to do on yourself and for yourself, okay? All right. Gemini, uh, Mercury going into Libra on the 27th next Thursday means your mood lightens up a little as you want to focus on having fun and not dealing with too much serious stuff, okay? This uh, Mercury being in Libra is going to be moving through your fifth house of uh, fun, dating, romance, okay? You can folk hobbies. You can focus on your hobbies and don't care much for work. You can do well with creative projects and ventures but aren't so great with the details and work, (laughs) okay? So, Gemini, you're going to have to lean harder and heavier on on the expression of, of sun entering Virgo and what that means in your chart because with Mercury going into Libra, your thoughts, so what you're communicating about, talking about, is going to have a lot more to do with fun and hobbies and dating and romance and children and play than it will work. So you just be being aware of that. Uh, but do enjoy your mood lightening up a bit. Um, Gemini's, I have Gemini rising, so it resonates a bit. But Gemini's tend to be pretty high strung, kind of that nervous energy, and uh, and and can tend to suffer um, from th- that burnout. And so, with the mood kind of lightening for you, I, I just hope that you enjoyed this time of feeling that lighter airiness, more playful energy. Um, even though the sun in Virgo, it, it won't be difficult to tap into the hardworking energy of, of Virgo and the detail-orientedness and the focus, because with the sun being there, it's going to be very predominant energy. Uh, but it seems like for Gemini, it'll be just enough light, light moodiness to to um, kind of bring more balance, and that's what Mercury and Libra is all about, Okay. Cancer, for you, you can express your feelings more easily, though you can have a hard time being logical. Your feelings get in the way of that. <laughs> it's a, it's in your fourth house, Cancer, which is a Cancer house. So your feelings could get in the way, and you want to understand your feelings better. Your mental energy slows down, and you want comfort and familiarity to allow your mind to come up with new ideas and share with others. It can be good to think about old memories and reminisce. Leo, your mental energy increases again. Okay, it's going to be going through your third house. Mercury in Libra is going to be going through one of your Mercury houses, the third house. Um, We got the third and the sixth being mercurial, and it's going through your third. And so your mental energy is going to increase again. You come up with new ideas, share them with everyone, gather information, and share what you know. This mental energy to your advantage and make short-term plans for what you want to do, as opposed to long-term ones. Virgo, Mercury leaves your sign today and enters Libra, and your mental energy slows down, okay? You want to take your time with things, and you can stick to whatever decisions you make without being swayed. 
Your mind can be quieter and you don't go from one thought to the next as quickly as usual. So take that into account, Virgo. That's good information to have to know that your mental processes can slow down on you. Your mind can be quieter and your thoughts can flitter from one to the next. So beware of that for for the time that Mercury is in Libra, all right? Libra, Mercury enters your sign on the 27th, and your mental energy surges. You can have lots of new communications and conversations, and you can come up with new ideas. You may not feel like keeping things to yourself anymore and want to share what you're thinking with everyone, all right? Scorpio. Mercury leaves Virgo, enters Libra, and at this time, you prefer to keep your thoughts and ideas to yourself, all right? Mercury is going to be going through your 12th house, that very same house I referred to that when the sun goes through it, any planetary energy going through your 12th house is going to kind of seclude it or quiet it or, or rest it, you know? So think about quiet communications or or muted or rested, relaxed communications. You prefer to keep your thoughts and ideas to yourself. You seem to have more mental energy alone and when people aren't bothering you. Otherwise, you're easily drained mentally by others. Watch this time of Mercury being in, in Libra, okay, my dear Scorpios. You can have plenty of energy for fantasy in your imagination and feel more creative and artistic if you're a writing Scorpio out there or Scorpio rising. Enjoy. Enjoy the gift of Mercury and Libra. It is all for you. All right, Sagittarius. Mercury entering Libra on the 27th means you can think outside of the box a little more. You come up with unusual ideas and can be attracted to original thinkers. You can think more about your and dreams are, okay? Um, Capricorn, Mercury leaves Virgo, enters Libra on the 27th, and you turn your focus toward your goals, ambitions, and the direction your life is taking. You want to create long-term plans for achieving your goals, and you can have a more practical attitude. So that's just perfect. It's, it looks like it's going through your 10th house, dear Capricorns, Capricorn rising. And so it's an energy that y'all are very familiar with. Mercury and Libra is just going to bring more communication, thoughts, and, um, you know, rationale ways of thinking and reasoning that are very uh, comfortable to you, okay? So should be a good time of getting things done and planned. You should be happy. Aquarius, your mood lightens up somewhat when Mercury enters Libra, okay? You get a little tired of being so serious and want to start focusing on the bright side of situations. You can see the glass half full and try to point out the positive. You can tell big stories, come up with big ideas, and are more fun to be around. Okay, Aquarius, so this Mercury going into Libra 
is touching on your ninth house, your Sag house, Jupiter house. So, um, you know, have fun. <laughs> Pisces, you can definitely dig deeper into anything <clears throat> to find what's at the core. With this going through your eighth house of deep sharing intimacy, you can be more serious and focus intensely on anything of interest. You can have little patience or superficiality and or superficiality and small talk, and when you speak, people tend to listen to you more. okay? We are wrapping up this week slowly, but surely the last thing we're going to touch on, of course, is the full moon in Pisces. Let me just double check that nobody has their hand up. I do see some callers there, but it looks like everyone is just listening intently, hopefully taking notes, jotting some little notes down on your calendar for the days and the times I'm mentioning. And hopefully it's sparking some ideas, inspiring you to, you know, be a more deliberate creator uh, with the tool that astrology is and mastering your destiny astrologically, okay, by way of, of utilizing your birth chart and the information therein, especially as these transits go by and touch on those um, planets and points, okay? Sit close to Mama Dada Astrology. Don't hesitate to contact us if you have any astrological questions whatsoever, and we can uh, definitely give you just some mathematical and scientific proof and evidence and data personalized for you based on your time of birth that will really benefit you and propel you and advance you and progress you to your next place of of divine love, prosperity, peace, power, success, wherever you want to go, okay? After the moon enters Libra there on the 27th, um, that's Thursday, it's kind of a quiet Friday, um, and with Mercury changing signs, that'll definitely give you some time to think about and... um, communicate about the the shift that's t- taking place. Um, Saturday, early in the morning, 3.03, nope, 2.03, Central Standard Time, the moon squares Saturn and sends it into void, of course, okay? And so for the next about the same time as before, about 45 minutes until 3.51 a.m., uh, the moon is void, of course. Then the moon enters Pisces, Saturday early morning, okay? The very last sign in the zodiac. We definitely, uh, once you wake up Saturday morning, your reality, it, it's you're not going to want to face reality. It's got this dreamy, impressionable, imaginative tone to it the moon in Pisces does, okay? It's kind of wistful, it's sensitive, it's intuitive, it's compassionate. Um, Our intuition reigns under this influence. Boundaries and walls come down, okay? And keep all this in mind because with the moon entering Pisces, you got the full moon coming, okay? The full moon is exact. At 1.35 p.m. Central Standard Time on this very same day, Saturday the 29th. But I'm still in the wee hours of it when the moon first. And it would be a good a good day to get up early Saturday morning or 
or a dream, sleep in, I say dream in instead of sleep in because you can sleep in and not be dreaming. If you're dreaming, you can be working <laughs> and, you know, creating uh, and, and, and receiving and interpreting messages during your dream time, okay? And the moon is going to be ripe for it. Boundaries and walls come down. Um, the Pisces is the inner Pisces energy is an energy that merges and blends. Um, yeah, boundaries are dissolved. It's a time when details are overlooked and feelings defy description. Pisces moon is favorable to some of the following activities: any imaginative undertaking inner development, going on a retreat, mystical or spiritual pursuits, music and drama, and activities involving water. It is a wonderful day, Saturday morning, if you want to do a full moon ritual by the lake. So uh, that would be perfect. Full moon is also about releasing. You could possibly, you know, some words on a piece of paper, shove it in a bottle and, you know, release it. Um, into the lake or another body of water you may be close to. Uh, the full moon is going to be happening, like I said, that afternoon, Saturday afternoon, one thirty-five p.m. Central Standard Time. It's occurring at six degrees of Pisces, six degrees and six minutes to be exact. Um, it conjuncts Neptune. You, you, we already had the sun conjuncting Jupiter earlier in the week. Now we've got this full moon conjunct Neptune, okay? And uh, moon Neptune is an aspect that can definitely uh, signify vivid dreaming. Uh, may want to watch out for increases in alcohol and substance abuse this particular full moon, okay, because Pisces does rule that escape, good old escapism, that same feeling of dreaminess and imagination can be distorted and, and, and um, perverted to more of a escapism by way of, you know, drugs and alcohol, substance abuse. Um, confusion is is a energy that that when the moon conjuncts Neptune, it can bring lack of perception, compassion, and spiritual and religious interest. But it can also make us more prone to deception and self deception. Okay, that's that Pisces energy. This is a full moon in Pisces, all right? Um, now, this full moon squares Saturn. And so there's a potential there for a depressive mood or for, uh, you know, there to be a focus, more of a focus on responsibilities as fun, as opposed to fun, okay? This same full moon not only squares Saturn, but it also opposes that Sun-Jupiter conjunction I told you about that we have already discussed. Still going on. I'm, I'm still within the same week. So 
it could definitely blow things out of proportion. That expansive, you know, energy I was talking about. Uh, we may see uh, water-related weather conditions, extreme weather conditions, okay? Um, locks are broken. I'm just reading some of the notes to make sure because I got some. Um, we're going to end on these full moon horoscopes for you guys, and I just want to make sure there's nothing else I wanted to say before I went through those. Oh, oh yes, Neptune. The Pisces energy is also a very compassionate energy, so. Uh, full moons definitely are about exposing something <laughs> uh, with the with the deception and the self-deception. That could definitely be a theme of just getting exposed. It shines that light, that full moon light. It's a culminating energy. So you may have been waiting on, you know, the culmination or, or, or a finality to something that may be happening here at the end of next week on the 29th, okay? And with these full moon horoscopes, it'll just give you a better idea of what area to kind of look for it in, okay? I'll leave, I'll, I'll sign off, and I'm so looking forward to joining you back at the regular time next Wednesday, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the My Astrology Coach Radio Network with your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology, okay? It's been so fun again this week. I uh, probably, uh, it just seems like everybody's paying really close attention and taking notes. I didn't have a lot of uh, people raise their hand today, but I know, and I didn't pull up the chat, so um, I'll check in on the chat before I sign out also just to make sure because I have um, answered plenty of questions that way. Okay. All right, Aries, on the 29th, the full moon occurs in Pisces, and you can be more emotional. Oh, the all the horoscopes from today's show came from the Dark Pixie Astrology, okay? Um, you can be more emotional, Aries, with this full moon. You may have to face something from the past, understand a subconscious motivation, or see a secret come out. You may need to let go of something that you don't want to let go of yet, but have to. Your intuition can be much stronger, though, so listen to what it has to say and let it guide you through moments of self-doubt. And this being a full moon, the releasing energy is there for you, Aries. If you have to let something go, you're supported, okay? Full moon in Pisces for you can take a casual friendship to the next level, or it can eliminate a friendship, okay? Um, It could cause you to become more involved in a group you belong to or walk away. Or you could get closer to achieving a dream, or you could give up on one. You can be more emotional when it comes to your future, or worry about what will happen. But you need to have more confidence in your choices. Seems like this full moon is really going to give you the the fullness of the sun being opposed to the moon and the the extremeness of, of your ability to choose between two extreme options is what it sounds like to me. 
And so whichever one you choose, dear Taurus, just be confident in your choices and move forward in that confidence with, with whichever way you choose to go. Gemini, you can be rewarded for the hard and smart work you've put in toward achieving your goals and experience a high point for your year. Or you can experience setbacks and delays if you've been lazy or irresponsible. You should think about how you can strengthen your foundation for your future and how you can become more focused and clear about what you want. Cancer, uh, with this full moon occurring in a fellow water sign like Pisces, you can settle a legal dispute or come home if you're abroad, complete a course of study, or defend your beliefs against attacks from others. In general, you can be in a better mood with this full moon, less emotional, and more positive. Leo, you can be more serious with this full moon. Things that happen can have a greater impact on you emotionally, hitting you deeply, and you can become overly emotional as a result. Take better care of yourself and protect yourself better. This can be a good full moon for finalizing a professional partnership or settling a problem with other people's money, taxes, debts, loans, inheritances, and joint finances. Virgo, um, this full moon occurring in Pisces, the sign opposite yours, can end a relationship or take one to the next level. Figure out what's working and what isn't in your relationships and how to fix them or settle a dispute with a partner. You find that balance and harmony are more important for you and you try to keep things calm and strike balance in your life to help you feel good emotionally. Libra, you can finish a work project, become more committed to your work, or decide you want to walk away. Though it may not be a permanent decision right now, you can stress yourself out easily, especially if you take on too much work. So try to have an emotional outlet and not take on too much. So a water sign, you can give up a hobby or become more involved with one, be more inspired and want to share the love you feel. If newly dating someone, you can decide if it's going somewhere or not. If single, you can meet someone you have a karmic link to. If attached, you want to be more romantic and have a better emotional connection. If you have children, something can come to an end for them or they're rewarded for something they've good they've done or punished for something bad, okay? Sagittarius, you can finish up a home improvement project Finalize a real estate transaction, finish up a move, settle a dispute with a relative, or end a relationship with a relative. Your emotions can be stronger with this full moon, and you can work on strengthening your internal foundation so you don't get rocked as much when things don't go the way you want them to. Capricorn, you can communicate what you feel more easily. Your emotions and your mind can come together and you say what you mean and mean what you say. You can sense what others mean behind the words they speak and words have a greater impact on you in general. You may want to keep busy with this full moon but shouldn't push yourself too hard or you can become anxious. 
Aquarius, this um, the full moon occurring in Pisces, the sign after yours, um, can have you finalizing a financial arrangement, agreement, or partnership, settle a financial dispute, or stop working a second job or side gig you've been doing for extra money, or take it to the next level. You can be sensitive to what other people think and say about you, so try to tune them out. Try to stay calm and stable with this full moon. And lastly, Pisces, the full moon occurring in your sign, this is the time of reaping. All of the good things you've done and smart decisions you've made can lead to rewards. And all of the bad things you've done and reckless behavior can lead to punishment. Even when the latter occurs, you should use this energy as an opportunity to focus on what matters most to you. In general, you can become more emotional with this full moon. So it really, um, you know, comes across as intense but subtle. Pisces is not necessarily going to, you know, hit you over the head with a brick or cut you like Mars like uh, more of an Aries or Scorpio energy could. But Pisces is intense by way of the spiritual intensity and the subtle intensity that you don't see coming, like deception and illusion, okay? Um, Make sure we're not deceiving ourselves, um, but make sure that we're tapping into that intuition and imagination and, and allowing the ease and the access of having the boundaries dissolve uh, that give us the ability to kind of maneuver more powerfully in these more energetic and spiritual ways, um, we can really make the most out of this full moon. We can really make this a time where we're receiving the benefits and the rewards and the consequences of of a job well done, intuiting and imagining okay, as well as bringing that balance, which the full moon wants us to do between Pisces and Virgo. So the the, the focus um, and the detail-orientedness as well. If you want to look more specifically in your chart, see exactly what houses, what area of life full moon is touching for you, don't hesitate. Contact me, Adrian, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, at myastrologycoach.com. I'm replying to that long-lost email today. And uh, and my astrolo- uh, Mama Dada Astrology on Facebook and Mama Dada Astro on Twitter. Love you guys. I'm here. It's been fun. See you next week. Peace.